The scripture passage I would like to read for my prepared message is from Isaiah chapter 40, verses 1 through 11. I'm going to be reading from the Good News Translation. Comfort my people, says our God, comfort them. Encourage the people of Jerusalem. Tell them they have suffered long enough and their sins are now forgiven. I've punched them in full for all their sins. A voice cries out, prepare in the wilderness a road for the Lord. Clear the way in the desert for our God. Fill every valley, level every mountain. The hills will become a plain and the rough country will be made smooth. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all people will see it. The Lord himself has promised this. A voice cries out, proclaim a message. What message shall I proclaim, I ask? Well, proclaim that all human beings are like grass. They last no longer than wildflowers. Grass withers and flowers fade. And when the Lord sends the wind blowing over them, people are no more enduring than grass. Yes, grass withers and flowers fade, but the word of our, but the word of our God endures forever. Jerusalem, go up on a high mountain and proclaim the good news. Call out with a loud voice, Zion. Announce the good news. Speak out and do not be afraid. Tell the towns of Judah that their God is coming. The sovereign Lord is coming to rule with power, bringing with him the people he has rescued. He will take care of his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs together and carry them in his arms, and he will gently lead their mothers. We're driving around the Piedmont. There's been a lot of clearing going on, particularly when it comes to roads. For years, there was a lot of clearing as preparations were being made for the urban loop around Greensboro. Years ago, there was a lot of clearing and preparation for the 74 311 bypass around High Point, which I travel on quite a bit, and probably some of you do as well. And now in Jamestown, or through Jamestown, there's a lot of clearing and preparing to open up the way for a road to go from one end to the other. Now, all of this involved preparation, which consisted of clearing the way, clearing away rocks and trees and brush, whatever else stood in the way of being able to build a road or a highway that folks could travel on. It took time and intention as the very things that stood in the way or obstructed the way were removed in order for the way to open up. Now, the prophet Isaiah tells us there is a clearing the way. It needs to take place. Now, not a new bypass or not an urban loop that's going to be built, but a clearing away because the message in this text is God is coming. And we read in Isaiah, a voice cries out, prepare in the wilderness a road for the Lord. Clear the way in the desert for our God. Isaiah is looking forward to that time when the Israelites will be going back home or going home to their going back home from their exile in Babylon and journeying back to their beloved city of Jerusalem and their beloved temple. And now in Israel, God is coming back to the place in which God dwells. And when God is there, as the scripture says, then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all people will see it. God dwells in Israel and Israel dwells in God. And when Israel journeys back home from exile in Babylon, from their suffering, from their pain and their humiliation and their disorientation, it's as if God is journeying back home again as well, because as Israel's glory is revealed, it's as if God's glory is revealed. And when God's glory is revealed, it's as if Israel's glory is revealed. They are one and the same. And the prophet Isaiah says God's glory is going to be revealed not just to his own people, but to the whole world. All the people will see it. So prepare in the wilderness a road for the Lord. 
Clear the way in the desert for our God. Fill every valley. Level every mountain. The hills will become a plain, and the rough country will be made smooth. Now, this imagery would have been very familiar to folks of that era. See, when kings would travel through this kind of terrain, which was often untouched, they would have folks go ahead of them and literally prepare the way so that the king would be able to travel through unhindered and unimpeded. There wouldn't be any dips in the valleys anymore. Any mountains that were in the way would be leveled. Hills would be reduced to flat land, and rough country would be made smooth, sort of like filling in all the potholes. In other words, anything that could obstruct the advance of the king, anything that could get in the way of the king getting to his destination, anything that would get in the way of the king's coming was to be dealt with. So, as Isaiah says, prepare in the wilderness a road clear the way in the desert. God is coming. God's people are coming. The glory of God is coming. Do you get the idea that maybe this passage for this Advent Sunday is about clearing the way? Do you get the idea that this passage is about preparing the way? Sometimes when I'm um, sharing with people or we're having conversations about life or how to move forward in life, one of the questions I often like to ask is, how are you getting in your own way? One of the questions I like to ask myself is, how am I getting in my own way? It's a great question to ask for Advent. It's a great question to ask for the preparation uh, for the Christmas season. How am I getting in my own way? Or maybe another question is, what is getting in the way of God's grace reaching into my heart and into my life, especially at this time of year? Clear the way. Make, make, Make a way in the desert. Make a way in our life. Now, the same language and imagery is used in the Gospel of Mark in the first chapter. Quote, this is the good news about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It began as the prophet Isaiah had written. God said, I will send my messenger ahead of you to open the way for you. Someone is shouting in the desert, get the road ready for the Lord. Make a straight path for him to travel. Now, Mark announces that the good news is that Jesus is coming into the world. Now, John the Baptist is the messenger that prepares the way and invites those who are listening to get ready and to make a straight path for him. In other words, prepare a road for the Lord. Clear the way in the desert for our God. There's that language again. Clear the way. Open up the way. Prepare yourself. Now for both Isaiah and Mark, they are announcing that God is coming. For Isaiah, God is coming in the people of Israel and God's glory will be revealed to all people when Israel is back in Jerusalem and their temple. For Mark, God is coming in the person and life of Jesus. And in Jesus, all of God's glory will be revealed for the whole world to see. So if you want to know what God is like, pay attention to Jesus. For God's coming into the world is to prepare in the the wilderness a road, clear a way in the desert for our God. Advent is a time in which we celebrate or acknowledge or pay attention to God coming into the world. God coming into the world in Jesus And in a way that is much more intimate, God coming into our own lives, into our own hearts, into our own souls. Advent is a time of preparation. Now, in a non-pandemic year, we might be preparing for gatherings or meals or get-togethers with family and friends. We might be preparing for trips or various Christmas parties. For some, there might even be those kinds of preparations on a limited basis. But the challenge, quite honestly, is that we often don't know how to prepare during this pandemic. Everything around us seems as if it's changing. And what might have worked this week doesn't feel like it's going to work next week. Maybe it doesn't even feel like it's going to work tomorrow. 
Preparation really feels sometimes like an exercise in futility. There's even moments in life we can't even prepare for what comes upon us unexpectedly. As I shared in our prayer concerns, some within our own fellowship, our Deep River friends, have had loved ones pass away very, very recently. There is no preparation for that. We don't expect it. And even if we do expect it, there is no preparation for that. This isn't something one prepares for. The grief to follow can often leave someone feeling adrift and simply reacting as best as they can to the moment. So if preparation does feel like an exercise in futility, at least for now, and we can't prepare for the unexpected, what does it mean for us to live in this season of Advent, this season of preparation? Well, I'm going to paraphrase Isaiah and put it this way. Maybe we can clear away and clear a space space within our own lives for God's love, grace, mercy, and tender compassion to be revealed. In other words, we clear the way for God to come to us in the way our condition most needs God's grace, love, and mercy. Maybe it looks like this. Clearing a way and clearing a space for God's presence in our lives may involve taking time to slow down and enter into silence or at least a quiet space. It may involve taking a step back from all the outward preparations and giving attention to our own inward preparation. We may be so focused on what needs to get done that we give less focus simply on how we can be and receive the simple joy and beauty this season often offers us. Maybe clearing a way and clearing a space for God's presence may involve being honest about our own fears and frustrations about the present and the future. This pandemic can leave us both frustrated and fearful, and often these feelings and emotions, they clutter up the soul and they take up lots of room in our heart and our heads and our mind and our soul. Maybe clearing away and clearing a God space could mean simply acknowledging those feelings and allowing a space for God to be present in the midst of our frustrations, in the midst of our fears. Maybe clearing away and clearing a space for God's presence may involve acknowledging and naming the relationships in our life that feel strained and stressed and broken. Often disrupted and broken relationships, they take up more space in our heads and our hearts than we often realize or will admit. Now, we may say it's okay, when in reality it's not okay. We're wrestling with a grudge or we're wrestling with bitterness or a feeling of rejection or a feeling of betrayal. Preparation for this season may mean we clear a space for God to be present in the midst of our strained relationships and we listen for God's guidance and direction. And maybe we even engage in small acts of reconciliation or simply acknowledging our hurt. And clearing a way and a space for God's presence may mean we make space for God's healing grace to speak to our condition. In the places we need it the most, in the places we are most broken, or where we feel the most hurt, or maybe where we feel the most pain. Maybe we need to simply experience God's deep love for our forgiveness. Maybe we need to experience God's companionship that reminds us we don't have to do life all on our own. Maybe we need to experience God's comfort and deep peace for the grief and loss we may be experiencing and feeling right now, very, very recently, for God to come and simply love us into a wholeness, to love us into a deep sense of peace. In the opening verse of uh, Isaiah 40, we read and hear these words, Comfort my people, says our God. Comfort them. Encourage the people of Jerusalem. Tell them they have suffered long enough and their sins are now forgiven. 
in this context, God is referring to the Israelites' captivity in Babylon and telling Isaiah to tell the Israelites this, it's time to go home. It's time to start a new chapter in your life as God's people. It's time to start over and live a renewed relationship with God. Prepare yourself for that journey and clear the way for God's return to your life. Now make no mistake, God's intention is to bring us comfort and encouragement. God's intention is to be present with you and I right in the very midst of our suffering, of our hurt, of our brokenness. God's intention is to grant us forgiveness of sins so we can move forward in life with a renewed heart and a renewed hope. And it is God's comfort and encouragement and God's grace that helps clear the way for you and I to receive whatever God has for us in this season. And maybe the pandemic has cleared the way in our hearts to receive God in a new way. I know that sounds kind of strange, kind of counterintuitive, but it could be so. The pandemic has shown us how little we can control life. It's shown us how quickly life can change and how vulnerable we are to realities we can't control. In many ways, the words of Isaiah are true. Quote, people are no more enduring than grass. Yes, grass withers and flowers fade, but the word of our God endures forever. Now granted, this may seem like a harsh statement by Isaiah, but maybe it's a simple reminder that we're all vulnerable. I'm vulnerable, you're vulnerable to the changing conditions of life and nothing lasts forever. Even the beauty of a flower doesn't last forever. But what does last and what does endure are the promises of God. Promises which really can be gathered up and summed up in one statement. I am with you. For is that not really the ultimate promise of Advent in Christmas? Emmanuel, God with us. God with us in our sorrow. God with us in our pain. God with us in our fear and confusion. God with us in our loneliness. God with us in our frustrations. God with us in our apathy and cynicism. God with us in our grief. God with us through all the changing realities and uncertainty of life. God is with us. And maybe in order for you and I to experience God with us, maybe during this season of Advent, in these next few weeks, I, you, all of us, can take just a simple few moments and ask ourselves, what do I need to clear out of my heart and soul that's getting in the way of God being with me and me being with God?